Hey, it's Melissa here, the host of the Filled with Gold Widow podcast. I've had an amazing time doing this podcast, and I'm so grateful for all of you who have listened and supported me along the way. As you might know, I've been working on a new podcast with my two widow besties, Kim Murray and Jen Zwink, called the Widow Squad Podcast. And I've made the decision to focus all my energy on it. The Widow Squad Podcast is a show that provides a space where widows can come together share stories, and find comfort in knowing they're not alone. It's a show we're really passionate about and hope that you'll give it a listen. If you've enjoyed Filled with Gold, I know you'll love the Widow Squad podcast. It's the same kind of honest, heartfelt, and sometimes funny conversations that you've come to expect from me. But it's also a show that will give you a deeper understanding of what it means to be a widow. So if you're ready for a new podcast, I hope you'll check out the Widow Squad podcast. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're not ready to say goodbye to the Filled with Gold Widow podcast, you can always go back and listen to all the old episodes. Whether you're a recent widow or have been on this journey for a while, we're here to support and empower each other. So come join us. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you on the Widow Squad podcast. You're listening to the Filled with Gold Widow podcast the show that puts you in touch with expert resources to support you in moving forward after the death of your spouse and life partner. I'm your host, Melissa Pierce. Let's dig in. On this week's episode of the Filled with Gold Widow podcast, our special guest is Rob Kenny. Rob started his Dad How Do I YouTube channel in April of 2020. He thought he would help 30 or 40 people learn some basic skills. And a month and a half later, his channel went viral and quickly grew to over 1 million subscribers. Now, almost a year later, he has over 3 million subscribers and is known the world over as the Internet's dad. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here, Rob. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Melissa. I appreciate it. Um, I, I have to also say the Internet's dad thing, I, I, I kind of <laughs> I cringe a little bit because I would never say that about myself. I've been called that. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I just got to clarify, because I, I think it would be a little arrogant of me to come in and say, hey, I'm the Internet's dad. And so. Right. Anyway, and that's that a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to do the best I can. But at the same time, I can't carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah. You're just one guy. So, yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. So, um, well, tell us a little bit about yourself and your story and, and how you got here to where you're at now. Yeah, uh, there's all kinds of, I don't know where to begin, but um, I'm one of eight kids on number seven. Um, And when I was 14 years old, my dad uh, came home and said he was done raising kids. um, And my mom was not able to take care of us at that time. Uh, She had actually, um, again, I don't even know where to begin with this. It's it's a fairly complicated story, but uh, my mom I was struggling with anxiety. So back up a little bit. My mom was struggling with anxiety. And in those days, and I share about this in my book, in those days, you know, the therapy wasn't really readily available. And so my mom didn't get the help she needed. So she turned to alcohol. Uh, And so then their relationship kind of fell apart. And then my mom wasn't able to take care of us. My dad got custody of us, didn't really want us, I don't think, but he felt like it was the right thing to do. So he uh, got custody of us, loaded us up with groceries um, on the weekend, and then he'd be gone for a week. And we'd kind of just fended for ourselves, you know, it was the 70s. And so, um, you know, these days he'd be in big trouble for for what he did. But um, yeah, and then so finally, 
he grow, grew so callous that he just came home one day and said, you know, I'm done raising kids. If the older siblings uh, don't take the younger siblings, then I'm going to put them in foster home. Um, and so thankfully I went to live with my brother. Um, I was 14 my brother was 23 and he was newly married. Um, so yeah, so the channel kind of uh, grew out of that was, you know, um, at a young age, I determined I wanted to be the best dad I could be to my kids. You know, we all fail. You do the best you can and you, you pick yourself up and then move on and ask for forgiveness of your own kids. And so fast forward now, my kids are grown and out of the house. And, uh, you know, I was kind of looking for something to do. I was actually, I'm a man of faith and I was wondering what God would have me to do now. You know, um, my kids are grown. I, that was my goal in life was to raise good adults. Um, but then once that's accomplished, I mean, they still call, we call, <laughs> they call right. me all the time. We still talk, you know, we're best friends now. Um, so the, the relationship has changed, but um, I was looking kind of for something to do. And I thought of this channel a couple of years ago, uh, mentioned it to my daughter and she was like, yeah, this would be, it's something you need to do. And so I kind of ran out of excuses um, when we were quarantined in 2020. And so I did the how to tie a tie because it wasn't, you know, fairly non-committal. I uh, you know, right. it took me about probably 15 minutes to really get it where I wanted it. Um, yeah. And then put it up and yeah, I was, I'm amazed by the re response and the platform that I've been given to, um, yeah, to try to walk alongside people and, and help them with some basic tasks uh, around the house too. So yeah, I have to. Um, so you mentioned how to tie a tie. And so that's your your very first YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I was talking to uh, another widow uh, who's also a solo parent of two little boys, and she was telling me about your YouTube channel. So I checked it out and it was so overwhelming for me to watch it because it reminded me of a time when my uh, two sons, they were I think 11 and 14 at, at the time that the, this event happened, but my oldest comes in, he's like, Hey mom, I got the school event. I got to, I got to tie a tie. I got to go like 20 minutes. I'm like, Oh, yeah. okay. And I have a lot of um, male energy help um, my brother and other people. But at that time it was like, we got to get this done quick. So I'm like, oh, I think I remember, I think my dad actually taught me how to tie a tie for like a play production or something back when I was you know, little. And so I was trying to do it on myself and slip it over his head. And it just got really super frustrating. And so I'm, so I'm Googling Windsor knot and double Windsor and, and all this stuff. And um, finally, it was just so sad. You know, it, it was just like, you're going about your business. And then all of a sudden, you're just made aware that this presence, you know, Dave, my husband who died is not there anymore. And, and I can't help my kid. And he's getting really frustrated. So I wish that there was you know, a video like yours at that time. There were videos though, but they were really salacious, which was really weird. Like women yeah. tying ties. And, and oh. at that point it was like, I don't care whatever you need to watch to get this done. <laughs> let's just do it. So, yeah. you know, we, he ended up tying his tie. And, um, and I think actually somebody at school, one of the male teachers actually helped him uh, perfect it. But yeah, I just, it just what you do so resonates with me as an only parent of 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 kids. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because I actually heard that from several people that same type of thing because it also um, it's not only how to tie a tie, but it, it's a reminder of the frustration of 
yeah, the situation that that you're in, you know, through widowhood or through divorce or through whatever. And yeah, I, I specifically rem remember one person telling me that about her son and her son was in tears because it, it brought up the emotions mm -hmm. of his dad not being there. Yeah, dad's not here to help me with whatever. Um, I'm looking forward to when you do, how do I uh, fix a bike chain? I don't know if you've done that one yet. Oh, yeah. So uh, people have said that. And actually, I I, ha I do have, uh, I was planning to do a bike series. I've got so many plans. I you know, yeah, I'm so busy, though. It's hard. I I'm know. Still, still working full time uh, because, you know, uh, my wife and I were 57 and, you know, don't want to pull up short for retirement with my regular job. And so I haven't let that go. Um, this looks like it, you know, is a thing that's going to uh is around is going to stay because it continues to grow you know my subscriber base i'm at 3.5 million and growing it's still so i didn't trust it at first you know right. when it first viral i was like ah this could you know i've lived long enough to know it could come up and be gone you know but now and we've tried to also you know my daughter helps me a lot with it and we've tried not to take a left-hand turn where all of a sudden we're doing something you know trying to sell you something or whatever so the sponsorships that i get I've tried to keep them on brand, you know, on mm -hmm. brand, so to speak, meaning it's not, you know, but at the same time, I, you know, there are good quality products that I use that I share with my own kids. Why wouldn't I also share it with my audience? So again, trying to, trying to walk that fine line of making this thing sustainable too. You know, I, I also right. have to think about, you know, our future and how, you know, how to yeah. make this sustainable. So, yeah. Um, so with the, let me just clarify for me, is it actually fixing the bike chain or is it just putting it back on? It, like, I think it for me, off? it was anything bike, but I remember okay. it was like, oh, my bike, the bike chain came off the thingies. See, yeah, yeah. the That's gears, it. I guess, or whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I need a lot of help. So yeah. um, luckily it, that was not a big emergency and, and my brother and, and my nephew lived really close by. Um, yeah. So I could call on, on, on those folks, but you know, I thought, Oh, that'd be, this might be a good skill for me and my kids to learn yep. how to do. Yeah. Yep. That is one that I was planning to do. Then oh, good. I didn't know if they, did they mean to actually, cause I've actually done when I was younger, uh, actually fixed a bike chain where it snapped and then you had to actually piece it back together. Um, I don't know. I got to be careful getting, uh, you know, into, into the weeds a little bit. I'm going to try to keep stuff fairly basic, you know? Um, so exactly. Or maybe a flat tire on a bike or something. I don't yeah. know if you've done that. Yeah. 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 Anything, you know, mechanical related would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my next one, actually, I'm going to be doing a camping stove. I'm going to show how to just, you know, if you've never been camp, because I'd like to do a camping series. I'd like to do a fishing series too. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to show how to, how to operate a, just a basic Coleman stove because um, mm -hmm. camping's pretty cool, you know, if oh, you go yeah. out, but if you're intimidated, like, where do I even begin? Okay. Well, let me just show you. This is because a, a stove is kind of important if you're camping to be able to, you know, cook your meals. So right. Anyway, so that, yeah. that's my next video is coming out. So when you have these ideas of what you want to show um, or, or film on your YouTube channel, are they, do you kind of go back to things that you talk to your kids about? Yeah. Like, I mean, we've tried to, and I talked to my daughter and we do actually uh, occasionally pull people saying what would be helpful. And so we're kind of, we've been keeping track of all that stuff and trying to figure out what, 
it, it's tough because I, you know, there's so many things and what order if I spend, I don't want to spend three months just on camping stuff. Um, so I like to do a camping video, but then also do something else. So um, this week, I'm actually starting off a, a, a Friday American football uh, series, just a fun thing where it's five minutes. And I'm going to show you how to how football works, you know, American football, because people have said, how do you you know, what is what are all the rules? I don't understand. And so I thought on top of a how to I'm going to do Friday football, um, too. So then we tried to have fun with it, too. So, oh, my gosh, my husband was a football coach and I had seen gone to so many games. I watched so many like I still don't get it. So (laughs) so, (laughs) I'll be a good audience. Good audience for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll start with a football field is the one this there we go build on it, especially as football starting to uh, happen now, you know, you got preseason going on. And so I think if I could kind of build people up to, to where you can learn at least the basics, because there's a lot of rules, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot to it. And I, I, I've played it since I was a kid. And so I take it for granted that people know it and people don't. So yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So um. I know like some of your videos are more like skewed stereotypically kind of male, but I also see that you're, you're also bringing in just kind of just a broad, uh, like how to make biscuits or, or whatever. Are you going to do more? Hey, any kid, Hey kids, all kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I wanted, you know, uh, cause I've had people say, Oh, that should, that's mom's job. Like how to wrap a present, you know, at Christmas. Uh, oh, that's a mom thing. Well, but why limit yourself? I, right. you know, I'm, I understand, you know, as you, you only have so much time in the day and as a husband and wife or what have you, you take on different roles and okay, I'll do this and you do that. But I don't, I, I don't like the excuse of, Oh, I don't know how to do that. Well, mm-hmm. you should learn that, you know, you should learn how to do it. You might not be the greatest um, cook, but at least you're not left, you know, not knowing how to do stuff. So I'm trying to, because I always did that. I, and I think it's interesting to learn how to do things. I remember bake, baking my mom's cookies for the first time and they came out pretty good. I was like, Hey, I, I can do this. And then my pumpkin pie, I did a pumpkin pie, pie video. And yeah, it's kind of fun to, yeah. <laughs> to you know, branch out into all these different areas. Now, are you doing, have you ever done one where you didn't actually know how to do something, but you learned it? Before the video? Uh, no, I haven't got to that point yet. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, I, I wonder about, you know, because I, I think I got enough material for probably another four years, and then the, the material will be, be up there. But uh, I wonder about, okay, now am I going to get to a point where I'm going to start learning things so that I can show it? I, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I haven't, we'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Well, you know a lot of stuff then. Shoot, four years of material. <laughs> that, that's great. That's awesome. Well, because, you know, camping, I mean, camping right. and, and if and I'm trying to do one how to a week. So uh, at the at this point and maybe, you know, maybe I'll get to more if I am able to leave my job. Um, but right now, one a week. So, you know, camping, you, like fish, fishing, how to tie a hook, you know, I because I, I, I don't want to have it be a 45 minute video of all things fishing, because you might just need to know how to tie the hook or you might need to know how to net the fish or you might need to know, you know, what type of swivel to use or what have you. There's so many different things. And I want to keep those in shorter, shorter bites because people's attention span, (laughs) you know, I get to see, I get to see the numbers and I'll put out a, you know, a 20 minute video. And it's like average watch time a minute 30, you know, like, okay, <laughs> you gotta get them. Off. You gotta hook them right, right <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, 
Wow. Well, you're, so it sounds like you're very busy. You have a, you know, your job and then your YouTube channel and you're interviewing all over the place. For me, like self-care was a huge way to move me forward in life. And um, a lot of my podcast episodes are around self-care. So I'm, I'm going to ask you, do you have any particular self-care practices or things that you do just to like when it's so hectic to kind of bring you back to you? Yeah, I actually, uh, I wrote an article for Fatherly Magazine. I put this up on my channel not that long ago because, you know, this thing came at us fast and hard and it was like, oh my goodness, we didn't plan on this and now what? And so it was hard emotionally. Um, and so I did an article and I, they asked me what my take was on the last year. That's what they asked. And so I said, well, I'll make, you know, I use the letters from take uh, as far as what, how I've been able to kind of process it. And the T stands for being true to myself. You know, I, I, at the end of the day, I got to live with myself. And as a man of faith, I had people saying, you know, uh, don't say God bless you at the end of your videos. Cause you know, certain people, well, you know what, it's who I am though. Um, and so I, I have to be true to myself. And at the end of the day, cause again, I have to live with myself. If this thing goes, goes completely away and I've compromised myself, I haven't done anybody any good and I'm left holding the bag, you know? Um, and then the A is I, I can't get ahead of myself because um, it's easy to future trip and start thinking, Oh, well, what if, what if this, or what if that? And, and so I've tried to, tried to keep that from happening. Uh, we all tend to do it. You know, we tend to think, Oh, you know, and think bad things or think good things. And then, Oh, that doesn't happen or whatever. Um, I've lived long enough to, to understand that that, isn't usually helpful. I think it's good to dream and it's good to set goals and that sort of thing, but you also just got to be careful with that. And then the K is kind. I got to be kind to myself. Um, in the morning when my channel went viral, I, you know, first thing I do, I was looking at my phone and, oh, I got some new subscribers and, oh, what do they want? Oh, and what do they want? You know, people making comments. I'm trying to reply to people and, I, you know, I try not to do that now. I wake up and spend my time in the morning, uh, my quiet time with the Lord um, so that I can, you know, even if it's five minutes, if I've got a busy day, I try to, you know, spend a little bit of time, quiet time, like you said. Mm -hmm. So, cause the, the day will hit you fast, you know, um, and pretty soon if I've compromised that, then the day's gotten away from me and, oh no, I never did that. So uh, and then the E is, uh, to also enjoy the ride too, because it is pretty unique kind of what, um, I'm going through. And so I am trying to sit back and go, wow, I, you know, I just talked to Ryan Seacrest or I just talked to Kevin Hart. Um, you know, it's pretty mind boggling, you know, <laughs> what my life has kind of become compared to, you know, a year and a half ago where, nobody knew who I was. Right. So it's a little, it's a little strange. So I'm trying to enjoy that without getting, you know, again, getting, thinking too highly of myself. Yeah. So just, it's a way to really ground yourself and, um, and have integrity, you know, for yourself, right. you know, just like, yeah. I'm, I hope that's in your book, right. The, the take, uh, acronym or that came, <laughs> it came after. Yeah. So it's on my channel, but it came after, um, after I'd already written the book. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your book, Dad. How do I uh, practical dad advice for everyday tasks and successful living? So, um, what was that like writing the book? 
crazy. You know, my <laughs> life is, <laughs> what is it, what has it become? Uh, I, I, I got approached by a few publishers last summer. Um, and uh, yeah, so I ended up um, signing on with William Morrow, who's a division of Harper Collins. Cause I really liked the guy that talked to me about what he planned for the book. And he gave me a lot of leeway. Cause I said, I'd like to be able to share a little bit about my faith. And so, and he said, you know, it's your book, so we'll let you do, you know, we'll help shape it for you, but you know, you're welcome to talk about what you want to talk about. And so, so the first part, um, <laughs> there's been confusion all over the place on the book. Cause I think Amazon doesn't know where to put it to. They they've got it. They're calling it a DIY and yeah, it's a DIY. Cause it does have some very practical DIYs at the backside. Um, there's fifth there's actually 58 there's i promised 50 um uh diys and then i gave eight bonus ones because i figured you know if somebody didn't like one then okay here's another one you know here's a bonus um because i always i think it's important in life to under promise and over perform i've always tried to do that because if you set a certain expectation then you fall short of it it's like oh uh then you're called out on it so it's better to just here you go here's some extra ones so so that's the back part. And I honestly, there's some good nuggets in there that I learned over the years, you know, um, that really have helped me financially and, you know, and just other, other basic things to know. Um, and then, so the first part though, is about, um, kind of my story and I share, um, forgiving my dad, uh, which was later on in life and how I forgave him before he asked for forgiveness. Uh, because I think if you, if you wait till somebody comes to you and asks for forgiveness, you may, you know, it might ne- never happen. Yeah. And so wait a long it, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was in my own best interest to, to forgive him so that I could move on because meanwhile, you know, I was hurting myself. I was chewing it over and over in my head. And my, meanwhile, life's passing me by. So I needed to forgive him to let that go. And then I shared the story of him actually finally asking for forgiveness. And by that time I'd already forgiven him anyway. So it was really anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, yeah. Um, and so anyway, then I walked through um, each of my siblings because our, when our family fell apart, we relied on each other and I, I have some great siblings and I just walked through each one of them and share a quality character trait that I learned from them. Like my sister, Mary, um, she saw the best of my parents. And by that time she was out of the house. And so she was really uh, instrumental in keeping the family together. She was writing, you know, letters to me and I was just trying to cope, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, we had a lot, have a lot. We still do have a lot of relatives in Kansas. And she was trying to keep us all connected as a family. Cause she saw that that was important. Um, yeah. And then I worked my way through my brother, Tim, I talk about um, having a backbone, my brother, Tim, um, you know, I, I think it's healthy to question authority, not in a rebellious way, but you got to make your own mind up, right? You can't just, oh, you said it. So I, I believe it. Well, you know, that that doesn't go very well when kids go off to college too, and people are questioning why they believe what they believe. So I think it's important to be able to process it in your own mind. Um and then I said, uh, and then my brother, Rick, who I went to live with, I talk about a good, having a good work ethic is important, you know, um, be willing to do the hard thing. Um, and then my sister, Lori, I talk about being an encourager, how important that is. She's a special ed teacher and, and she was uh, in the running for teacher of the year a few years ago. 
in Washington state. Um, and she works with special ed kids and she raises the bar, you know, she sets the bar higher than what the state says, uh, you know, expects of these people. And so that's her. And then my brother, Joe, I talk about, um, jump, you know, hesitating too much if you you can gather a whole bunch of information then sit there and then pretty soon years have passed and you still have made a decision you know you got to jump in the pool and i i share a story of him actually jumping in this pool in this pool of water below a a waterfall when me and my brother don were hesitating and joe just comes up and jumps right in you know so i kind of compare that and then my uh brother don i share about living life with an open hand and being generous. It's important to be generous. And I share a story of him when I was younger. Um, he was a senior in high school and I was a sophomore and I was living with my brother. Uh, he would he lived on the other side of town and he drove all the way, drove past our high school, came over, picked me up, drove back to school. And for a senior in high school to, to make that kind of sacrifice, you know, because <laughs> most seniors in high school sleep into the last minute. And then, you know, so he had to make a sacrifice of getting up early, driving over. He didn't do it every day, but he did it. Um, and I share the story of being thankful in the Washington weather of the rain. Uh, you know, on rainy days, it was sure nice when he came and picked me up. Um, are you doing any other projects besides um, the YouTube and the book? Or are you just, or that's just keeping you pretty busy? Now I got other things too. So um, there's possibilities of TV, uh, a couple different takes on a TV show um, for it too. Um, so that's also hanging out there. Um, and then, yeah, the sponsorships too, trying to weigh that as those are coming to me. And again, trying to make sure that um, we're, we're doing something positive again, you know, um, I think for the most part, everybody's been really, oh, great, dad, get that money, you know, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, I don't want to, you know, I've had people wanting me to promote a video game. And honestly, I don't know what I do to promote a video game on my channel. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, no, dad left us. <laughs> what did he come up with? So oh, no, how do, I think everybody kind of knows all the kids know how to play video games. So yeah, better than me. <laughs> right. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. This is a question I normally ask the the widows that I interview. But um, if there was anything, any piece of advice you could give to an only parent who was struggling raising their kids, what would you say to say to them? Yeah, that's tough. It's, mm -hmm. you know, I, my heart goes out to people in, in that situation. Um, I, you know, I've been on other podcasts where they've asked me that same question and asked me, I was like, boy, can you give me a softball question? That's, you know, <laughs> that's a hard question, honestly. Yeah. Um, but it, it is a predicament. Uh, I guess you'd call it a predicament, a, a situation that people find themselves in. And so, uh, I would encourage people to reach out to other people. Don't be embarrassed to, um, yeah, think that any question is a stupid question. You know, I guess you would probably have to find the right person to maybe feel like you're comfortable asking them. But um, I know myself, even being uh, not knowing simple tools or whatever and going to the hardware store and being intimidated by that. Um, but after a while you get over it and it's like, Oh, well, that, I'll never see that guy again anyway. So I ask the question and find out and then you build on, uh, you know, build as much information as you possibly can. I think it's important to, yeah, not be afraid to ask questions. Um, because for the most part, I found people, and I have also found that this is kind of interesting because people that have, you know, maybe they're in a situation where they've achieved something, um, 
and if you get them talking, it's surprising how much they're willing to tell you about how they got to where they are, you know, and instead we kind of maybe put them on a pedestal and think, oh, I, you know, I mean, I'd be embarrassed to ask them, but people for the most part like to talk about themselves. Right. And so, yeah. so you can ask, uh, yeah, you can ask people that maybe you admire how, you know, how, if you just ask it in a respectful way and, you know, how they did what they did. So. Yeah, because it's um, you get and you you have a journey. I have a journey, and mine was ten years of like I have certain wisdom and experience around my you know raising two boys and and being a widow and then remarrying, and I think like you, I want to share how I got here because it was not pretty. Like (laughs) like to get from to where I am now, it was pretty ugly. And I suffered and I didn't, I don't want anybody else to suffer as much as I did. So if I could make somebody's life a little bit easier, just like what you're doing. Uh, yeah. Like what, exactly like yeah. what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're walking alongside people and saying, Hey, you can get there. You know, yeah. You're, you you're there. not alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's important. Well, Rob, I know you get asked this a lot too. Well, yeah. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up with um, a dad joke or two, if you wouldn't mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i use these a lot because they're kind of my favorite so um if people have heard them before I'm, i apologize but these are the, <laughs> these are the ones i like so uh, so an antenna and a satellite got married the wedding wasn't much but the reception was incredible uh, <laughs> nice, <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, have you made have you made any of these up or (laughs) (laughs) i've made a few that one wasn't i didn't make that Uh, maybe one more i don't know i I could use another (laughs) laugh (laughs) okay uh so i gotta see if i can remember this one so a short uh let's see a short fortune teller escaped from prison he's a small medium at large (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm gonna remember that one (laughs) I think that might go over pretty well. Uh, (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, Rob, it's been a pleasure. I really love how you're showing up in the world and changing lives. And uh, just thanks so much for for being on the Filled with Gold Widow podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Melissa. I I feel blessed uh, to be given the platform to try to do good, you know, because we need it, you know, especially with all that we're going through with the pandemic and everything. We need some simple kindness, you know, it goes a long way. Yeah, we do. So thank you for being so grounded. I appreciate it. Thanks. And thank you filled with gold podcast listeners. If you'd like to hear more conversations like this, please subscribe, review and share this podcast with others. Take care of yourself and see you next week. Thanks for joining us this week on the filled with gold widow podcast. This show is made possible by our company, Filled with Gold Self-Care Subscription Boxes for Widows. It's a box specifically created to support you with self-care in mind. Each box is filled with self-care products and resources to encourage you to deeply care for yourself during this time when you are rebuilding your life. You can find out more about the Filled with Gold subscription box at filledwithgold.org. And if you want a free widow self-care support guide to help you on this journey, Head on over to filledwithgold.org and subscribe to our email list to have it delivered right to your inbox. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is Melissa Pierce, and from my heart to yours, take care of yourself.